0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 239 of the Mighty Whites podcast. I'm Jack, jo- joined as always by KC. Now that... And, where was rocking our shit? Connie's back again. I'm back. <laughs> Alright, boys. How's things, guys? All good, mate. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, all good. Uh, it's, um, to be honest, in an ideal world, we'd have probably done one straight after Leicester and then done this separately, but just wasn't going to work. Um... So that was a hell of a fucking win. I love
1: a game. <laughs> just yeah, brilliant. Won it. Really good.
2: Yeah, really good game of, of football. To be honest, it really nice seeing us just press right from the beginning and and going after it. And and you knew it wasn't going to be a ninety minute thing because that would have been relentless. But it really sort of, I think it really a bit of tension in them very early on and you saw that the chances were created pretty much in the first what two minutes.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean my thing that I said on when we previewed the game was if we want to press Leicester high with their quality you can't do that with the inside and I was completely and utterly wrong entirely wrong as well as you could be and the only thing that really missed out with the high press that first ten minutes was that we didn't score because We really should have. We got into some great positions, and obviously, that pillow chance, yeah, he'd back himself to take that. He I'm was, not going to say nine times out of ten because that's being ridiculous, but he'd probably, he'd probably back himself to score that at least like one in two.
1: It's that extra touch, wasn't it? When he kept, when he tried to get it back onto his left foot, I think it was, yeah. but that extra touch, he just did it, didn't he? Yeah, the, the, the space had opened up. If he hits that, then it, it's going in, and uh, you'd have thought, mm. but um. We deserved it though. Um, that was the thing. It won't like we we floated it, you know, nicked it, and we, we deserved to win that game. Um, we, we silenced their fans, and barring the um, the shot that it bar, which yeah, we all thought for world would in um, well, the second.
0: Uh, the second Fatau hit that ball. Everyone just went right goal.
1: Yeah, and then it Being the
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that and the save at the end, which I'm sure you'll bring us to later. Um, Other than that, Leicester didn't really trouble us at all, really. I know they were. They looked a bit lively down wings, and I think if I were going to, it's really harsh, but I think if I were going to pick a minor criticism, it were Archie Gray at right back. Uh, And I know it's not his actual position, and it is really harsh, but he were getting done a few times out there, but it, it's one of them, it, it, you know, it did. It, 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 I'm, I'm saying it like he's had a bad game and he hasn't, but I think that was the only sort of chinking armour, if you will, out of it.
0: Yeah, it, you don't really want to see Gray playing right back this much because you'd want him to be in midfield. Yeah. But, I mean, if Glen Kamara is going to play like that.
1: Oh, yeah, you can't uh, yeah.
0: really, because Glen Kamara was absolutely outstanding in this game. Yeah. Right the way through. I thought I, I thought it was... I, quite often Sky give a ma- match to someone and you think, oh, I don't know, this one, I couldn't even slightly argue. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was class.
1: It was, it was brilliant, yeah.
0: Yeah, we did have a couple of penalty shouts that I, you know, just jumped up and shouted for and then you saw him back and nah, neither of them were, I don't think. But yeah. I just I just thought Leeds looked... Basically, until we went 1-0 up and then we did sit off a little bit, I thought that we looked the better side and when that we and when we finally did sit off and Leicester did very much take over the game 95th minute before we have a shot on target. Yeah which is a I can't remember it's so unlike Leeds to right we're gonna sit back be a bit deeper be a bit pragmatic and just see this game out and actually do it.
1: That that's but we still thing. nearly
0: managed to Leeds it at the end. <laughs> Luckily uh Ilan amex an absolute wonder save, but we get to now talk about the goal and the unbridled joy that is <laughs> the face of Jorginho Ruto when he scores. And, oh. and the
2: unbridled joy of uh, of our friend Little Danny, who uh, got to celebrate with Dan James. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> there, have you have you seen that, con?
2: I've seen it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. But miss his face. <laughs> Great. Yeah,
0: but uh, yeah, A that, smile. J- Dan James with a good corner to the near post. Sam Byram attacks it really well. It's a very good save, to be fair, to the uh, yeah. Hermanson, isn't it? The uh, keeper, yes, uh, yeah, great save and just there to tap in. And yeah, it all just goes mental in the corner. But I, I just thought that that goal it came, I think it came at like just about the perfect time with the way the game was going. I think if we'd have gone another 10 minutes not scoring, I think Leicester would have still ended up really pushing more than we were with us being the away side. And I think that backs to the wall bit at the end would have happened at 0-0 as well. And at 0-0, it's a problem. But when you won the look, you can be set for it a bit better. Mm. I um, and I was absolutely delighted for Rutter, but I, it was just such a massive goal and a massive win.
2: It was, it was quite nice seeing three different players just celebrating the goal. Because they can because mm. obviously Dan James starts celebrating assisting an assist. That's um true. Sam Byron celebrates a saved header, and then there's there's like Ruteb Strauch and someone else all trying to pounce on that loose ball. Mm. Um yeah, but like there was three dropped. of them
0: on that, do not there? Yeah, yeah just, just pretty, up, much,
2: yeah. pretty much dead central as well. And and I think there's like James Justin throws up a hand in as a half-hearted appeal for an offside somewhere but it wasn't even close. Yeah. Um but no like you say it, it it'd been deserved. I think I think we we started the half as well with a, with a couple of chances. Um and I think to that point we we were worth the lead. Um I think we I think in that I'm trying to remember where it came in the game but I, th- I think it was early obviously we'd had Joe Roden had, had blocked one with his face. Um who is quickly becoming better Ben White at this point. And I, I love Joe Roden. I love the commitment. <laughs> it's it's what you get if you put Jansen and, and Ben White into one. Yeah, I
0: think um, I really like Joe Roden. He's not as good as Ben White. <laughs> no, he's
2: better. Better.
0: Less of a prick. Um, he, he may
2: well be that. Um, and I don't know why I, I think he's a prick. He just looks like one and, and he doesn't get picked for England. So I'm just starting to assume he's a bit of a prick.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: I, I think that you touched on it earlier, though, Jack, with this game uh, last Friday. It it showed that there's another side to his game as well, that we can, you know, hold on and we can see games out. And especially against, you know, arguably with ourselves, the best team in that league. At the minute, they are the best team in that league. And it's nice to see that there's a bit of organisation there and all at the back that is coming mainly through Rodon. Um, but it, it's just like, even under Bielsa, you wouldn't have trusted us to do that. That wouldn't have happened. It, you, you know, you'd have been thinking "Oh, of God's sake, just no, not this. But it's nice to see that there is a bit of, you know, there's there's a there's another direction we can go if we need to.
0: Yeah, and if we defend well, and it's always a big if we leads because you never know. But this season, for the most part, we seem to have. With the amount of pace we've got on the counter attack, if you can be solid, we we'll score enough goals. Like, there's no doubt about that. It's just if we get it right at that end. And I thought it was interesting that Farka changed a couple of things tactically. Like, it was basically man to man for a lot of it. Like, Strouk was pushing right up onto Cassaday in their midfield. Yeah. And, like, we were really squeezing the space and not letting them out. And that we were able to do that to a team that was good side, is it builds very well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the difference comes if, if you try to do it against actual world-class players, you'll probably get picked off. But if you're yeah. doing it against really good players and you do it well, you can just unsettle them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I- Oh, sorry, go on, sorry Sorry, Matt. Um, and I think that's that That were the main point of what we did. We unsettled them. I mean, Leicester didn't particularly do anything wrong that game. Uh, I don't think they played bad at all. It was just we didn't allow them to play. We, we did to Leicester what a, a, a lot of teams are going to try and come and do to us at Elland Road. Um, you, you bunch up the midfield, you force them back, you make it your compact, and... You, you make it hard to play and you know we've seen teams try and do that to us this season more often than not but um like you say it just it, it's just it, it's annoying though that we had that start that we had where we want sure to work staying and what mm-hmm. have you and it's just a shame because you know we we're, we're more than showing now that we're capable of doing
2: it <laughs> yeah I, I mean i think i was Probably still a little bit surprised when I saw their team, and it was it was Vardy starting. Um,
0: yeah. We didn't we didn't dare say it until he got subbed, but we were all thinking he's having no impact on this game. <laughs> no,
2: yeah, <laughs> no, he, he had very little to work off of. Um, I, th- I think, as you said earlier, con most most of what they did was was coming down the wings, and, mm. and the first half, Sam Byron, I thought I thought really struggled.
0: But, yeah, he got he got ripped to shreds, didn't he, in that first half? Yeah.
2: But I thought he, thought he recovered really well. Bear, you know, bearing in mind he was on a yellow card from about half an hour or so. Yeah, but early on. You know, so you're always potentially thinking about having to make a change. But I, th- I thought second half, he, he really stood up to it well. Didn't do anything daft. I, you know, th- there was no point when I was looking thinking it's even close to
0: him getting into any trouble. Because um, at half time, we were thinking, I know that he's also likely to get skinned and bucked. But half-time, we were saying, should should he bring Furpo on? Because mm. first half version of Sam Byron, you thought he was nailed on for a red card, and then second half he just played really well. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm I'm glad he didn't pick Furpo, Not any. Oh, I'm
0: glad, I'm glad he didn't as well. But yeah, I thought he might have to at one point. Say,
1: yeah, if it, if it's looking that way. But I think I think the the sort of game that we've got coming up tomorrow is the one to chuck him on, even if you don't start and you know, give him half an hour. I think these sort of games, no disrespect to um, anyone, but these are the sort of games you're looking to bring people back in, you?
0: Yeah. Well, there will be a few changes for this one. Um, well, not not loads, but some. Because um, Stra- uh, Pascal Strauch's had hernia surgery and he's out until after the international break. And that, I think, is a massive miss. Yeah, I think stroud has been outstanding this season, Um, and I just think him and Rodon has been so good as a partnership. But you would assume that Liam Cooper comes in, keep the right-left partnership that they had. Yeah, Uh, I mean, you know, you could make arguments for others, but Cresswell's been ill all week, by all accounts, so that takes that out. And you'd be very surprised if he threw in Ailing or Yelder. Like it'd be a very odd thing to do. <laughs> um, there's also J- Jamie Shackleton is out. Joe Gallagher broke his hand and he's out. Bamford is doubtful because he's been ill all week and neither Spence or Dallas are ready yet. Fair so you would assume Archie Gray keeps his place at, at right back with the lack of options because he's unlikely for ailing back in. There is an argument, I suppose, if, he was, if everyone's fit. Of moving Byram over to the right and playing Furpo, but I don't think he'll do that for this one. I'm, I'm with you. I think he'll come off the bench.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, obviously, we're kind of having our hand force a little bit this week. We've, I think we've been a bit unlucky with some sort of illnesses and, and small injuries. Um. But at, at least I feel a bit better going into it, playing. Plymouth. If you know, if this had been going into last Friday, I'd have been more concerned than I already was.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... that was that was the one. But the thing is, this game because because of the winning, this match was always going to be really important. Because if we got beat by Leicester, you need to bounce back, and if you beat Leicester, you absolutely have to back it up. Like, it, it does become, and especially going into an international break, it's become a very, very, very important game, because it's such a wasted opportunity if we don't back it up.
1: It's, um, it, it yeah, and it's a chance to so like, prove that we can do that and all. I mean, we had that slip-up against Stoke, didn't we? And, you know, it, it's like you said, there's there's no point, you know, going out. I mean, we've we beat Ipswich and Leicester away from home. Which so
0: means, by schoolyard maths, we are the best team in the league. Yep. <laughs> schoolyard maths. Although, then Stoke are.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, and that's the thing, you know, we, we, we can't... It's going to happen in this league, you know. It, it, the games are that thick and fast and it, it's, um, it's going to happen every now and then. But it's, it's a perfect chance now to prove that, you know, we are serious about it, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, the only the other bit of news, really, because I haven't uh, been tracking much, and truth be told, I got back from taking my sister to AD about 15 minutes before we started this podcast, so we're a little bit rushed about. But uh, Jorginho Ruta has been called up by Thierry Henry for France's under-21s. Fair enough. Which is good to see. I, I saw the under-21 squad. It's still ridiculous. It's not as ridiculous as it was like two, three years ago. When France's under twenty ones would have probably got to the semi-finals of a World Cup.
2: No, um, it's it's really good for him. I'm glad he's he's getting this reward. Um, and as as an aside, I assume this is sort of the last chance saloon for Thierry Henry in management because it's not gone well.
0: Yeah, no. it hasn't been ideal, has it? He's done. He did a lot of coaching because he was coach for was he first team coach for Belgium.
1: Yeah, but there with Martinez, were not there? Oh, the dream team, obviously. Martinez, yeah. and Henry, Wigan here though, Martinez. Oh, Martinez, Robin and Terry there. together, <laughs> <laughs> big Terry and me. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got Plymouth on Saturday. They look to be relatively consistently in a four-three-three. When they played away at West Brom, they dropped it and went into like a five. And there's a chance that they'll do that against us. Go more of a four-five-one. Um, Based on what I've heard other people talking about, the again will be out wide. Uh, Because that Morgan Whitaker on the right has been really good and Barley Mumba on the left appears to be unbelievably good at running at people. My boy, Barley Mumba. Yeah, former FM Wonder (laughs) Although I'm
2: sure he was like a right back. Yeah, he could play everywhere. He wasn't, yeah. He definitely wasn't winger at that on that one. Because uh, me and Jack had an online save where I was Sunderland manager and uh, Bali Mumbo was was centre mid and right back.
0: Yeah, and they've got so like that's that appears to be the danger. But their recent form is not great at all. Like in their last six, that I'm looking at here, they've won one, drawn two, lost three, lost it home to Millwall, lost it home to Swansea, drew with West Brom. Beat Chef Wednesday 3-0, but Chef Wednesday are shite. Yeah. Uh 3 2 defeat Apes, which is a bit unlucky, and then 3 3 with Middlesbrough in the last game.
1: That's not a bad result, to be fair.
0: No, they've got point. that um that Finn as in uh, midfield as well, and he's on he's on loan from Villa and he's meant to be quite good. I haven't seen much myself, to be honest.
1: I think but, the only uh, thing I've I've seen at any great length with Plymouth for when the did uh, the, the beat or draw with Norwich. At the start, say I want to say they beat him, and again they look like you said, Jack. They look quick out wide, but oh,
0: well, I remember that they absolutely battered him, didn't they? Uh, I've just got the score. Yeah, yeah it was six-two. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's that's the only bit I've really seen of them, and they look like you said, they look quick out wide, and they look to get it out there, sharpish. But we we really shouldn't be. You know, to win against teams like Plymouth, you know, again, all due respect, but we really shunter.
0: No, like, I mean, I'm looking at truth is, I'm looking at their usual back four, and God's honest truth, I don't know anything about any of them. Yeah. Um, I,
2: I have to say, they've got a fantastic kit.
1: It, the yeah. kit is really nice, isn't I, it? I, yeah. I mean,
2: yes, it's very Portland Timbers, so I'm always going <laughs> to lean towards the green and gold, but. <clears throat> Phil Sorry. Neville,
0: Portland oh, Timbers. God. Yeah,
2: Phil Neville's
0: Timbers. Yeah. Phil it? Neville, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> we've, we've, yeah, we've got a chance to talk to you about that, yeah.
1: But anyway, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I sent, I sent him the story and said, "Casey, okay, so this feels like a personal fuck you to you." Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't have the highest hopes for the Timbers next year, but um, that's by the by. Um, yeah, I've, I've got to say, I'm kind of with you guys. I, can't say I know a whole lot about. Plymouth, and I know this is a football podcast, and some level of research should probably go into it, but I don't know who these people are.
0: (laughs) And and, and one, yes, this is because we became spoiled Premier League fans and stopped paying attention, but us not knowing anything about Plymouth doesn't make us overlook them. If anything, it makes me more scared of them. (laughs) <laughs>
2: I feel like I know a lot more about Ipswich than I do about Plymouth, and I've and I've watched about the same amount of them over the last seven years. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: it's I know I know they did really well in League One last year. I know that much, and not just obviously getting promoted, but they played some really good football. That's that's as much as I've got
2: for you. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose with Plymouth, it's always one of those things where, like, for me, when we went into the championship, they were there as well. So, kind of like when you first start supporting football, whoever's in the Premier League then, to you, always sort of a Premier League team. Hmm. Coventry, for example, (laughs) Premier League team. Um, And, you know, like Plymouth having, you know, a decent-sized stadium were in the championship and were fine had a midfield generaled by the most handsome man in the league david norris um you know that just and then they just fell to pieces and who do you call when you fall to pieces Peter Reid.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah because he <laughs> yeah he he, but,
2: he managed them he paid the bills for them yeah and then who up. did they
0: call peter Ridsdale. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, in fairness, that's one thing that it, uh, Stephen Schumacher has done a very, very good job there, and is, by all accounts, very like just a good manager.
1: Is this Stephen Schumacher like ex Everton?
0: Yeah, when a kid. Yeah, like, ch- like champ man of oh, two or oh, three. Yeah, that yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah kind yeah. of time. Yeah, the, uh, he, he, he played for Plymouth for a while, didn't he Um, I think so. I'm tra- I, He played for everyone. Yeah, I going to say, I know he got around a bit,
2: didn't he? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say because I, I think I remember him playing for Bradford City for a while. Um, uh,
0: yeah, oh, he definitely played for Bradford. Um, not
2: fairness'
1: sake, so you've got a reserve team out for Bradford City anyway. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> um, right, look,
0: it was the Everton was two oh, two to or four, so yeah. Me saying that champ man was about like <laughs>
2: 117 appearances for Bradford—that's the team he played for most. And then oh, Crew, right? Bury. Fleetwood, Stevenage, Southport. Um and then seems to have come into this job from being the assistant. Um, yeah,
0: was it um Ryan Lowe was it that they had that was really good and he, he got poached by someone? Yeah. When they were in league one and going well. What he, what he it might have many, even been one
1: of those What what Ryan Lowe linked to us with manager when Ev- there, but, everyone yeah.
0: was linked to us. Yeah, we're right? gonna say, everyone. yeah, it's not, a, it's
1: not a shock, is it?
0: Name managers, they were name people who aren't managers, they were. <laughs> <laughs> <And Luca laughs> just to, uh, <laughs> just
2: to uh, tie Steven Schumacher back to Leeds as well, and, and this is sort of a tentative one. Uh, listed in his pers- in his personal life on Wikipedia, he's good friends with Peter Sweeney as they've known each other since they were fifteen. Oh. well you what, you know now I feel like yeah. it's part of the club. Well, <laughs> right, he'll be well up for it then.
0: Um, obviously, Leeds have got a few players missing, so there'll be some changes, but Melly Angle is a definite.
1: Yeah.
0: And the back four could go a couple of ways, but do we reckon Grey Grey, Rodham, Cooper, Byron?
1: I reckon that's what it'll be, but me personally, I would rest Archie Grey. Not mm-hmm. out of badness, I would put Luke Earley in, and I would rest Archie Grey.
0: I don't think it, I, I don't think he's going I, to bring it. I mean, no, I don't again.
1: think he will. They, uh, but it, I I don't think he will either. I, I'm with on on the back far. Just I don't know. I think I think these sort of games are the opportunity to give Archie a great rest.
0: Yeah, my worry is that Barley Mumba is brilliant at running at people, and I think like in terms of percentage of tackle overall tackles and how many you make, Ailing's like right at the bottom <laughs> of everyone, <laughs> not just in Leeds like in the league.
1: Yeah, i got to say, yeah, it's not all. there. At, if
0: you just look at number of tackles, he's actually made quite a lot. But percentage of attempted, it's quite low. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he would worry me. You can't change, unless there's an injury or something, Ampadu and, and Kamara won't change, because they were excellent. Um, And, and you, do, you
2: don't touch the front four. No,
0: and you don't. you don't touch the front four either. So, it'll just be how, how they adapt for the uh, the lack of Pascal Strauch. Yeah. But um captain Pascal Struycken as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, yeah, if you two just talk for about two minutes, I have a feeling that a two-year-olds about to walk into the room. I oh, love <laughs>
2: um I'm just just thinking in that squad who you probably have as captain, and honestly, I just I, I look at Ampadu, and just think, yeah, probably him.
1: You look at like he's he's got the experience now. I know it's been it's been long moves a lot of it, but. He's played in different countries. From what I gather, what are you? Venezia, Spezia, something like that last year it's in Italy. Kind of
2: Venezia wasn't
1: it? Venezia, that was it? it. That didn't go too well. From what I gather, not all necessarily to do with amperdu but yeah, you look you look at him. I mean, he's 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 played a you know in a few different countries. He's played a surprising amount for, for Wales as well, more than I imagined that he had done. But yeah, for me, amperdu would be. It'd be a one. Is yeah. um, if if obviously if Cooper's playing, it's going to be Cooper, isn't it. But yeah, I think moving forward, if it's not the uh, strike, I think was a really good shout.
0: Yeah, I think he's pretty much nil. I couldn't remember which way it was. Uh, it was Venezia twenty-one, twenty-two. 22-23. twenty-two, twenty-three.
1: What it's spe- Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah,
0: it'd he, been at both, but I couldn't remember which way Amber were either. No, um, he's he has been an unbelievable signing. And to be honest,
2: you you look at the what seven million seems like a bargain now.
0: Oh, I I think it's definitely a bargain. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, if if you would you would be tentatively saying is worth three times that now. Mm. That's what that's pretty much what a football manager says as soon as you. Is yeah,
2: Yeah, (laughs) A Football manager also says Dan James is worth twenty five million. So, and you know what, look. I would like to. I would happily join the bandwagon with you there, Jack. But even I'm sort of looking at him, going,
0: oh, "He's quite good in the championship." He's oh, he's been real. He's been really good this season. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he frustrates the living hell out of me sometimes. But the last, especially the last sort of five six games. Yeah,
1: he's yeah, been brilliant. Yeah, he's been really good. The, um, the thing, the thing that's um, the thing with Ampadu is, like you say as well, it, it just goes to show, doesn't it, that you know. All these people like like Tyler Adams and all that lot that they've left and you know threatened whatever they were threatening legal wise and to get out of the contracts and everything and these are players that have ended up walking out for tens of millions of pounds in terms of Tyler Adams, and you look at Ampadu now and I, and I, I know it's the league below I, I get all that, but the way he plays I, I don't think that would change if we got promoted. I don't think that would affect Ampadu's game in the slightest. Whoever he's in the Premier League got championship, or, I really don't. And you look at him, what we paid for him in comparison to Tyler Adams, and it's, um, yeah, there's no comparison really, is there?
2: And one of them's not injured.
1: <laughs> yeah, again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, what, speaking that of injuries, what, what do we all reckon
1: to uh, Brendan Aaronson? Uh, been open to the idea of coming, Quim- mean I'm, I'm just quite happily
2: rigging myself and trying to fuck off.
0: But I, yeah, I, that's, can't, that's, see that's I Com-
1: can't
2: see it happening. Listen, can't I'm open to the idea of playing for Leeds. <laughs> like, say, we you can all, all say, say we're <laughs> open to these ideas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, is it? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it, it's played however many games for Union Berlin so far. The 15th for 16th in league, zero goals. Zero assists.
2: He's also lost like
0: fourteen straight games.
2: Yeah, yeah, they've not won since like mid-August. Yeah, they've been... and I'm pretty sure that's like two weeks after the season started. Yeah. For for an attacking
1: midfielder, that is absolutely fucking sterling work. Is that you, you know? Do you just think why why the hell would we want him back?
2: <laughs> no, and I think I think the the slightly sad thing is that under an actual coach and with the the attitude i can see some managers that would love him because that, because i think mm. his running is fantastic you know we said i said last season in terms of if we were trying to press he's an ideal player for it he's got yeah. the energy to do it and if you had someone to coach him on it better i think he could be made into a, a, a very good player for that sort of system he hasn't had the coaching and then the first sign of trouble he's fucked off so
0: and Alex the first time him. of a tackle he throws himself on the floor
1: yeah, yeah I was just going to say it needs to get himself in a gym
0: yeah
2: the, the, well desk. that's
0: that's why I said back end of last season a year in the championship I think would be really good for him but he wasn't interested and he went a year um, in the championship and a Jack Harrison summer is, yeah. is what he needs yeah <laughs> uh, so um, the, the Plymouth game itself, obviously, we've gone through. We don't think will change much, other than at the back where it's forced. Uh, Alex has uh, already messaged me, actually, so I can find out what his... Uh, I'm sure that he sent one, but yeah, there we are. He went for a 3-1 win for Leeds, which, uh, I'll be honest, is what I was going to go as well. So yeah, I'm also going 3-1. We've kept, we've defended well enough that I think that we due a sloppy goal. Uh, I'm
2: I'm saying we put on a bit of a show, and I think we win five one. Wow. I'm gonna say by the
1: same margin of a win, but I'm gonna say four 0 to Leeds.
0: On a win, four well, 0 win is nice. See, we've got a. We've got Benny in the comments saying 7 0 easy. Well, that'd, <laughs> that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, I, th- I think that this is. I mean, look, Plymouth I have some good players. The wingers do look good, but just player for player all over the pitch. It's a game that you should win and it should be relatively comfortable. Yeah. As uh, we... always, the lead, you just want an early goal. That's what I'm gonna say. If we get a goal,
1: 15, 20 minutes in, and then we can follow it up, you know, five, ten minutes later again, their heads will drop. And yeah, that's that's what should
0: be happening. But if you give them something to hold on to, or yeah. you give them that, you just give them that gift early. All of a sudden, it becomes a very, it becomes a much more difficult game. Oh, if
1: they, if they get an early goal, they've they've got 10 men behind. Well, rustic game. Mm-hmm. That is it. Two banks of four come and break us down. Look. Usual sort of thing that we have, but yeah, it, it, I can't see it going that way. Personally, I mean, I know it's leads, and we can never say out for definite, but um yeah, if we get an early goal and follow it up quick. Their heads will drop, and it's surely you, you'd like to think, anyway. Yeah,
2: I'd I'd like to think again. We we start this one positively, and if you get if you get the early goal. They, they've got to give it a go, at least. Um, and I think if, if they do start to, to step up a little bit, they should be there for the taking.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, on top of a win, the thing that I'm really hoping for is I really want Rutter to get one at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I think it'd I think do a world of good to everyone involved. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that that will do us unless we've, if we've got else but needs to be talked about that we've missed? No, I think we're
1: good. That's definitely
0: all that. Normally there would have been a bit more prep for actually properly looking into Plymouth, but just no time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bit like that at the minute. Fam, families work, then families breaking bones. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, that will do us. We will be... It's, it's, it's International Break after this game, isn't it? and then we'd rather them after that. Yeah. So we will probably be back early next week and then have a gap and then a preview going into it. If we do do one in the international break, we'll tweet out about it, because there's a chance we might. It depends how timing works out. But uh, yeah, I've been Jack. See you.
2: I've been Casey. Have a good one. And I've been Chris. See you all